At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Lombardi Line on a Wednesday as we welcome you in live from the South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. Ben Wilson, so happy to be along with you. We've got Wes Reynolds in studio today, filling in for Patrick Maher and uh, Michael Lombardi himself. Wes, good to see you. Good morning, lot, Ben. A lot, lot going on today, including some breaking news that just came off the wire. That's where we're going to start. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, we like to see how we're, we're doing, Wes. We're good friends, but, yes. but no, not, not today. We're just going to yes. jump right in. Right no in pleasantries with, needed no, today. No pleasantries needed. There's a lot happening between the U.S. Open tennis, college football week one starting tomorrow but also the NFL now eight days away and we just found out some breaking news here within the last 10 minutes so that's where we will start and it concerns the Saints Packers week one game a lot of rumors conjecture about where the game would actually be played as a result of the Superdome not going to be in use as a result of the hurricane that just passed through and we just found out there were some rumors that perhaps this would be played at Jerry World in Arlington at the Cowboys Stadium however just getting this report from Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times Picayune West that uh, week one going to be played in Jacksonville, home mm-hmm. of the Jaguars. So Packers Saints that will be still at the same time slot. One of the late primetime games on Fox. Uh, but the bigger the bigger thing here, Wes, is uh, where we've already seen things move now from a point spread standpoint. There are a number of books, including behind us at the South Point, who have not uh, released a line yet for this game. But we're already starting to see the move. Four right now at Circa. Mm-hmm. Four and a half on the East Coast at uh, DraftKings. And uh, look, it's a, a, a field somewhat... Unfamiliar for both teams, not normally playing at Jacksonville. Packers opened their season a few years ago in Jacksonville, yes. but not a uh, not a routine facility for either. Having said that, uh, you would imagine this is only going to go up, right, this line? Yeah, you would think so. By the way, I'm looking at my Don Best screen right now, not even up on the board, so it is going to be a new rotation number because you have the venue change now here at Jacksonville. So rotation number 483, 484, so if you follow that along like in your Don Best rotation or what you see when you come into a sports book out here in Las Vegas or basically around the country and you see the LED screen and it has the rotation number right next to each team. So rotation number 483-484 is now going to be Green Bay and New Orleans to be played, as you mentioned, at TIA Bank Field in Jacksonville, Florida. So that is going to be repriced. A couple other things at play here. Jacksonville, look, they step up and allow their venue because, of course, Jacksonville is on the road to play the Houston Texans mm-hmm. in week one. And look, at 
uh, you know, it's kind of an emergency situation, obviously, with Hurricane Ida. But also, Jacksonville saying, okay, yeah, you know, you could play here at our site. That also curries some political favor with the league because I'm sure Jacksonville would love to host a Super Bowl again. They are building like a new downtown district at Jacksonville because I went there a couple years ago for the Gator Bowl where Indiana played Tennessee and there was really not a lot downtown. So they're trying to build like this entertainment district. And largely when you do that type of thing in a city, Ben, you're trying to get a major event. You're trying to get a Final Four. (laughs) You're trying to get a Super Bowl or something or or a big political convention or something of that nature. So that's why you're seeing that. So this game is going to be played in Jacksonville. So I'm looking on my Don Best screen. I don't have individual books open right now, but Green Bay and New Orleans is going to be moved to rotation number 483-484. And, you know, it's, I'm glad you mentioned that because as we were getting ready to come on the show again, this just breaking within the last 10 minutes. Uh, it was still, I, I believe that initial move had, had come over the past day to mm-hmm. four, four and a half, with the assumption this was not going to be played regardless in New Orleans. I'm not sure that the, uh, the line really dictates. Right. It should be dependent on where you play. I mean, you could quibble with the fact that, all right, if you're playing in Jacksonville, we've seen some of those week one games where it is 105 with yeah, a lot is, of humidity. It is humid down there so, in Florida in September. I mean, that's the one thing I, I can think as opposed to if you're playing in Jerry World where it's your, your climate-controlled environment. Mm-hmm. If anything, that might be a, a, a totals um, issue, but I'm seeing one book right now, Wes, and uh, having the Don Best screen in front of me, we are now just re-seeing this game posted almost, yeah, as if this is a, a brand-new game, essentially, into the rotation. So one yeah. offshore book has a four. Yes. Uh, not, not a surprise to see that. Uh, but, you know, mentioning, too, Packers, they were, I, I want to say, a four-and-a-half, five-point favorite. Yes. Their week one game in Jacksonville a few years ago. They won that game, I think, by six, if, if memory serves me correct. Not sure. I have to, I'm looking this up the last time the Saints played in Jacksonville. That Packer game was a week one game, which is why, why I bring it up. Uh, so, normally, look, you, you see these teams that are, especially a team like the Saints, indoor team normally having to go to a, a really hot outdoor type facility for uh, for week number one. I guess the bigger question at hand, though, Wes, it, it kind of goes back to something that we didn't really talk about at all last year mm-hmm. because there was no home field advantage for any of these teams. And we basically, we had to recalibrate our, our handicapping methods because it was like, all right, how much do you really factor in home field advantage, especially when you were dealing with some games, no fans, some right. 25%, some, you know, 50%. So what did they later. do with, like, tickets here, obviously, exactly. with yeah. New Orleans losing a home game? And, you know, I'm sure the last thing people were worried about down there is necessarily traveling to Duval County in Florida for a football game. So, you know, if they want spectators in the stands, you know, discounted tickets for the locals in Jacksonville. Of course, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the home team, has their own football game. That being, this is going to be the late TV window on week one. So this is going to be that 125 Pacific, 425 Eastern. And then the Jaguars game is at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific. So, you know, maybe offering out tickets to the locals that want to come. I'm sure they don't want to play in an empty stadium for a week one game. But as you mentioned, our scene fours now price Green Bay Lane four on the road and some faraway places. So the last time, just look this up, the last time the Saints played in Jacksonville, again, for both of these teams out of the NFC, it's pretty rare mm-hmm. that you see these teams play in Jacksonville. 2019, this was week six. And remember, that was Teddy Bridgewater was quarterback at the time for the Saints. And it was a 13-6 Saints win. And it was uh, again, week six, a little bit later in the year, but a hot day regardless. That was set. Uh, that was a Jaguars team that was favored by two and a half in that game. West. Yes. So I, I, I do vaguely remember that game as just being a total, total cooker at uh, TIA Bank Field, and really nobody did anything. It was a Jared Cook, uh, if you remember that Bridgewater to Cook touchdown pass in the fourth quarter. But it was a game that was six-six into the fourth, and both teams just looked absolutely uh, uh, dead and offensively couldn't move the ball. So you just wonder what the total is going to be set at. It was fifty when it opened, pretty much the same way uh, all. In the offseason, Wes, I don't, if there's a thing I think that could be impacted here, it might be the total by a point or two. Yeah, and, and it might reopen, and, and we're going to see here in a few minutes, it might reopen 49. I think it's going to probably be around the same, of course. Uh, indoor track, usually a faster track. This was going to yeah. be played at the uh, now-named Caesars Superdome in New Orleans originally, so maybe a little bit of a moderate discount in terms of when it reopens here, and just as I say that, 50, which is yeah. right about where it was. Exactly, yeah, and even, uh, again, these are 
offshore, still waiting for these to post now in, uh, in the U.S. jurisdiction. So seeing four, four and a half and 50 for a total. I think the other question, too, that has to be asked, a lot of bettors are going to look at this and say, all right, well, okay, Green Bay was laying three on the road. If you just factor in the, a blanket three points for home field advantage, shouldn't this be six uh, on a neutral field? Right. You, you think bettors are going to jump all over this. We should first point out this coming out yesterday, David Bakhtiari, he'll begin the season on the PUP list, mm-hmm. physically unable to perform. Pretty big, significant loss for a Packer offensive line that was so rock solid last year. We figure to be a pretty a pretty good top 10 unit right. on, on the overall side here. Not that New Orleans has an elite pass rush, but they're definitely a top half group in the front seven. Yes, less. And, and New Orleans, quite frankly, has dealt with similar situations than right. this before. So it's not like this is the first time and as an organization they've been displaced from their home field and had to go practice in another city. And look, you often get that type of situation during the regular season anyway. It's going to happen a few times this year where you got a team maybe out east that plays two games out west and it's like, well, we're not going to come back home and fly across the country and then go travel backwards. So then they just basically stay on the road for a couple weeks. And as of now, this looks like the situation for New Orleans anyway. Right. Uh, so we'll see where this line goes. But not Where do you think this, this ends up, Wes, if you had to guess right it now? It probably kind of dances around where it is. You may see a little bit of an uptick, as you mentioned, on Green Bay. Then I think a buyback probably comes back on New Orleans. I don't think that this is going to soar necessarily to six or even if it does, you are going to see some buyback, yeah. I think, on the New Orleans Saints because it's like, you know, you know people are going to bet like that if home if home field is three points, but the odds makers know that. So that's why exactly. they're putting this kind of at the discount and kind of splitting the baby here at four and a half, which is now is, I see, at a faraway place. So that's around where I think it's going to remain. I think if this gets up to six or any higher, immediate buyback right. well, on the Saints. A lot of news going on, especially in Jacksonville. A, the fact that this game will now be played in Jacksonville. Again, Saints Packers week one. That's uh, how we start the show today. News just coming out on that. But also the NFL and NFLPA releasing a statement this morning after we saw West the comments from Urban Meyer yesterday. And like if nothing else, it, it, there is the betting implications here just that you've already had a, a unique offseason for Jacksonville where you're mm-hmm. trying to integrate a new head coach in Urban Meyer. You've got a rookie quarterback, the number one overall pick in Trevor Lawrence. And there's been certainly you always wonder how quickly even a coach with as much pedigree as Urban Meyer, how quickly will he be ad- able to adapt to the overall NFL setting? You now throw a statement on top of, of that like this, basically the NFLPA coming back and, and the Jaguars releasing a team statement this morning to us. Uh, essentially, I, I'd say refuting is a kind way to put mm-hmm. it, what Urban Meyer said mm-hmm. yesterday, where he basically he basically alluded and, and said, look, the Jaguars, a lot of their final roster decision right. were coming down to whether a player was vaccinated or not. Like You can, you can you know, quibble with the statement. I think the reality is, we all know, Wes, based on the protocols in place, it is going to be a lot more difficult and just a lot more uh, time-consuming for teams to deal with players players who are unvaccinated this year. So uh, on the surface, you're, you, you can't really have an issue with Urban Meyer saying this. However, blowback was pretty uh, eminent. I mean, just mm-hmm. knowing the way the NFL is at here. And the other thing, too, from Adam Schefter, he reported this this morning, that uh, the Jaguars are among the top five uh, most unvaccinated teams, as, as far as players who are not vaccinated yet. Just within the sphere of this, West, we know how much this impacted things from a betting standpoint last year. And, you know, from a, whether it's being lighter on your futures bets just because it's so hard to know how things are going to play out over now. It's an 18-week, 17-game season. I mean, any any cause for concern here when you think about just how clearly COVID is going to be a part of this of this 2021 NFL season? Well, Urban Meyer basically said the quiet part out loud, didn't he? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think, think he, so. he essentially did, and obviously uh, that's going to draw the ire of the players' union, the NFLPA, and that's going to be speculation. But look, I was sitting here with uh, Femi Abebefe right here on this program yesterday yesterday and right before we started the Cam Newton news broke that he was released from the New England Patriots so what do I see on social media kind of in the aftermath when that news finally breaks it's like okay this is something to do with the vaccine and that immediately is what people thought whether that's true or not I would like to think and I think it is you know somewhat of a football decision at the bare minimum in New England but if you look at this I mean it is going to matter here and and that has become such a political football that it's almost almost like you can't discuss it. You can't say what the right thing is or what the right thing isn't because you're going to offend somebody or somebody's going to disagree with you. So, you know, Urban Meyer, I think, said the quiet part out loud. And, and look, regardless of where you stand on this whole deal, you listen to the logic of this and it's like, 
Well, wouldn't that be kind of logical, you know, if, if guys maybe don't, don't have this? Because even Jacksonville in that statement, which was kind of a refuting of what Urban Meyer said, but not totally. Because mm-hmm. if you look at that first line in the statement, availability is the most important thing. You have to have players available if you're going to help this team, if you're going to help this organization. You know, the first thing that you have to have is availability and reliability. Being when you're being where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there. Make your booking, so to speak, to use a professional record wrestling term be on the field be ready to play uh, and and that's what Jacksonville that's the number one priority I think for a player so Urban Meyer I don't think said anything it sounds you know people can say oh it was out of turn but really it makes total sense when you think leave, about leave it. it to Wes Reynolds get, get our wrestling uh, comment absolutely I, I, I very much appreciate that look bottom line if you're an unvaccinated player this year in the NFL West you're the NFL has made it pretty clear your life is going to be a lot more significantly more difficult than players who are vaccinated. A lot, a lot, a lot of extra testing, absolutely. I think, so, when you say all 32 NFL coaches would tell you if, if they were not, uh, you know, uh, uh, on you know on the record or mm-hmm. on a hot mic, they would tell mm-hmm. you, look, it is a huge pain to have to deal with with a number it of unvaccinated players. It is because players. like there are certain like I I was watching in preparation for the show. I had the Today Show on NBC in the background and. They were doing a story on this about vaccinated versus unvaccinated and talking about, you know, unvaccinated players can't use the saunas or can't use the steam rooms. There's a lot of different regulations here in the league that obviously the league has to go through with the Players Association and unprecedented times and kind of, you know, find a happy medium here. So, you know, I'm not surprised that, I mean, Urban Meyer said it, but I guarantee you 31 other head coaches were thinking it. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing, too, we we flashed the schedule a moment ago for Jacksonville. It's it's just funny to see the cyclical nature of, of the the sort of off season mm-hmm. talk and overall uh, the thought process on this Jacksonville team where we saw we go leading up to the draft you see how they win one game last year bookmakers baking into account some of the positive regression that you would expect a one win team to go through the following year expected win total there as you see six and a half so you're, you are paying a pretty big tax if you want to follow that narrative of the bounce back this year but we've all we've seen things come back to earth we see the draft and outside of Trevor Lawrence a lot of people pontificating less that it was not a necessarily successful draft and the Jaguars did reach at some spots for some some guys notably Travis Etienne when you had a running back coming back and James Robinson who was undrafted right, last year right. and was so good so having having seen, seen things come all, all the way full circle here Wes and now we have you know more controversy that has already been a, a somewhat rocky start to the Urban Meyer tenure uh, where do you stand on this Jacksonville team as we get ready now basically a week from the start of the year well simply put there's at least more talent on the roster so they are going to be better than than one in 15. Now, are they going to be good enough to get six and a half wins? I think that that's an awful big jump, even though you're playing the last place schedule. And there are at least some you know, 50-50 games that could maybe bounce your way if everything goes right where you could at least approach that. But just with Jacksonville, it's an upgrade at quarterback. They do have more talent. However, they do not have like many teams in the National Football League, they do not have a very good offensive line. And that's not a good thing for a rookie quarterback immediately making his first start as a rookie in week one and then beyond. So, you know, Jacksonville, I do think, is going to be better. But keep in mind that one game they won last year against the Indianapolis Colts in week one, they were out yarded by like 200 yep. yards in that game. The Colts really gave it away. So this was a darn near historically bad team. So I think jumping six wins to get the seven wins, I think that's, that's a, a big leap. As somebody who lost the survivor pool week one last year with Indianapolis, mm-hmm. Wes, that, that, look, that's a crown jewel for me, losing to a team that would then go on to go one and 15. By the way, a couple books have moved that line to two and a half yes. already. Uh, still a lot of threes out in the market for Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville laying a field goal uh, in week one. By the way, first books in Las Vegas to post the Packers Saints line. Four at Circa, total of 50. Green Bay favored four and a half at the Westgate. We'll keep you posted on all that and more. We'll talk some NBA next. Ben Simmons, probably on the move. Where is he going to land? We'll discuss those odds on the other side right here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please get Gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Only five to two. 4700. We are back on the Lombardi line on a, uh, at a busy South Point sportsbook today. A lot of construction going on, uh, but we're uh, with Wes Reynolds. I'm Ben Wilson. We're, we're making do. We're, we're, uh, we're getting by. Our race book's still open, by the way. They've, uh, yeah. they've moved uh, the sports operations over to the race book here. A little one-day construction project, Wes. So, uh, Just had to jump over only about three hurdles to get to the restroom here on yes. the way back to the studio. Not, that, not, not figuratively. Uh, those are literal uh, hurdles. That's, uh, why, that's why I'm a little winded coming back. It's all right. Good, good exercise. Not quite uh, Matt Eumann's level. On my guys in the desert a few few uh, weeks ago, and the highway was shut down. Mm-hmm. Not a, not running a mile and a half, but right. you got your exercise. Yes. You know, starting starting the you know, starting the month, getting your steps in. So there, yeah, there you absolutely. Go, uh, no time like the present. <laughs> no, September first. <laughs> no time like the present. September first. Uh, even though we uh, we start the show obviously talking NFL, we'll get to a lot more college football with the Week One slate getting underway in earnest tomorrow night, and we'll bring on Steve Mackinnon from Point Spread Weekly to talk about that in about 15 minutes here. Uh, one thing we uh, I should say in about 10 minutes here. I don't want to. Don't want to uh, don't want to undersell when we're bringing on uh, Steve Mackin, our good friend from Point Spread Weekly. But uh, Wes, one other news item coming up: the NBA has now become that 365-day-a-year mm-hmm. news cycle. As I think Adam Silver and, uh, and the league brass certainly happy to see. There's always NBA talk in the news, and and the latest coming out last night. And odds then posted this morning: Ben Simmons, him telling uh, the the media in uh, and telling the the 76ers that he does not want to be a Sixer anymore. He does not intend to report to training camp either. And I. I realized too, uh, Keith Pompey, by the way, was uh, the one who broke this story uh, in uh, Philadelphia. I, I realize we, it feels like we just came off the season, Wes. Yeah, and the reality yeah. is we finished, what, July 20th. 
start the regular season October 20th. So it's not like it's, again, this is very similar to what we saw coming out of the bubble year last year, where there's not much time for these guys to really decompress, especially for teams like Philadelphia that had a pretty deep playoff run, even though it ends in the Eastern Conference semis. We, uh, we flash the odds there on which, will, uh, which team will Ben Simmons land to if he is traded. So how this breaks down, you are not able to bet, Wes, that he can return to, uh, to Philadelphia. The Warriors are your front runner. I found it funny. There was an offshore book that posted these and uh, the Shanghai Sharks were listed at 20 to one in the mm-hmm. Chinese League. Ben MGM has posted these. They did not include our friends in uh, in Shanghai. For all these, I always feel like it's it's you're just throwing darts at, at things like this because right. there's so little that you can actually go off of. But is it is it makes sense that the the Warriors would be the team that's favored there at three to one? Well, uh, I think that they're saying that because they certainly have the pieces. Obviously, they did have two first round picks mm-hmm. in this past summer's draft with Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody in terms of a salary match because this is what it's all about not only making a team better but making the money work they could match Simmons contract with Andrew Wiggins but they might have to throw in James Wiseman they might have to throw in some future first rounders just to kind of make the money work but I think at least at first glance they would seem to have the assets I know people have said Portland would be a a dance partner but that would have to be a parting of the way with Damian Lillard which I don't know if Portland really wants to do at this standpoint Minnesota has a lot of young pieces and adding Ben Simmons that would be intriguing but the fact is the cupboards are really bare there in Minneapolis yeah. so it's not like you're going to be able to keep Cat, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards and also add Ben Simmons you're going to have to depart with one or two of those guys. Sacramento has been mentioned, Buddy Heald, Marvin Bagley and maybe some draft picks because the Kings have said De'Aaron Fox Tyrese Halliburton, Davion Mitchell are pretty much untouchable I'm sure Daryl Morey and, and Doc Rivers in Philadelphia would want one of those players so those are the odds you're seeing the Spurs maybe could be intriguing because they have that famous shooting guru down there with coach Bob Staff and Chip England to maybe work on Simmons's shot and his confidence but who would be going back in that deal you would think DeJounte Murray and maybe Kelton Johnson a recent gold medalist on Team USA this summer so the Spurs the Raptors and then there's a big drop off where it's a total crapshoot yeah, at this yeah. standpoint. Well, look, it, you'd have to think right Wes I mean we saw what happened in the playoffs I, some people acting like oh wow this is this is a big, big news. Really exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this, this can't be right. I mean, we, and if you're right. Philadelphia, don't you think contingency plans and at least just testing the waters? These are things that have been going on. Wouldn't you think since the season ended in early July? Yeah, them? I don't think that this just kind of got dumped in their lap that Ben Simmons wasn't interested in maybe returning yeah. to Philadelphia. The, the unceremonious end to that season in the playoffs. So this has been going on for a while. A lot of things, you know, agents and players and everybody hangers on, what have you. They leak stuff to the media, and that's why these stories get blown hey, it's up. Been a, it's been a great summer for agents. If you follow Woj on Twitter, mm-hmm. like every every story now broken by an agent. So, oh, big big summer for the M- M- NBA player uh, agents. On the other side, you know, it's also been a big summer for Steve Mackinan, our guy from Point Spread Weekly, joins us to talk some college football on the other side right here on the Lombardi Line. The NFL preseason is underway and now complete. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide because we're just eight days away from the start of the NFL regular season and the guide is only $19.99. It's available right now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back on the Lombardi line. Speaking of that pro football betting guide, one of we have a couple, actually, authors uh, on the show today. First, Wes Reynolds, who uh, wrote up a couple of the divisions for the guide, as well as Steve Mackinnon, who gives us some time right now. One of our weekly point spread, uh, weekly contributors, uh, joins us from the great state of Wisconsin. Always great to see you, Steve. It, uh, whenever I see you on our shows, it makes me, you know, it gives me a hankering for some cheese curds, Wes, and some spotted cow. So <laughs> back to my home roots. Great to see you, Steve. I know you're, you're an excited man right now, not only because the, the football uh, betting guide is out, 
but because we've got week one of the college football season getting underway tomorrow. It is so nice, too, after all the pontification we've gone through this summer, thinking about your stability rankings and, and all the either the returners or lack thereof for these teams to finally put that to the test now in week one. And there's some really interesting games that kind of fit your mold, and, and we'll see how these uh, these all work out. One of them is in the East Carolina-Appalachian State game, One of a game that has seen a, a, the uh, spread drop three points from App State, laying nearly two touchdowns, now down to uh, ten and a half. And I know that kind of fits uh, the the mold here of what you're talking about is, uh, I guess, first off, just to kind of explain to our, our viewers here on your stability metrics and how that might apply here for a week one game like this. Uh, yeah, guys, well, uh, great to be with you. Uh, solid week one of college football coming in, Brian. Can't believe the amount of huge games on the tab. So uh, perfect time to start using my stability uh, mismatch uh, system. Uh, basically, what I do in this is I um, quantify a team's stability going into a season. It depends on uh, head coaching, uh, the coordinators, uh, how many starters they have back, uh, whether or not the quarterback returns. And uh, what I do is I assign a point value for each of those specific categories and uh, combine them for one team's stability score. And uh, what I'd like to do is match up the teams in these games. And if I find a difference in my stability score of eight or more, I consider that uh, if you want to call it a stability mismatch. And so, yeah, I would look at that, too. I mean, there's a number of games that fit that bill in week one, and it's not too much of a surprise, right? In OS, you've got, look, all these new head coaches coming right. in for some programs, and then after the COVID season, we have a lot of situations with uh, tons of returners, Steve. So one game, Wes, you've already fired, right? East Carolina and uh, Appalachian State, that's, uh, that's one that fit uh, fit your eye, right? Yeah, it did. And, and East Carolina, I think third year of a head coach, uh, London, who came from uh, James Madison and actually won an FCS title there years ago. Usually, you know, you often look at what the coaches in terms of where the improvement is going to be first year to second year or is it second year to third year I think a lot of times it's second year to third year because you've at least got a couple recruiting classes yeah. under your belt so we have seen some move on ECU tonight down to three and that fits your, your model too right uh, Steve uh, it sure does uh, I got a stability mismatch of eight for East uh, Carolina in this game uh, this is gonna uh, uh, the Pirates are a team that could uh, put up some big numbers offensively, I think. Here, Holton Aylers has a lot of potential at quarterback back for another season here. Uh, you got Appalachian State. Obviously, they've been solid. I mean, it's tough to beat them. But they, last year, they weren't quite uh, the, the level they were the, the couple years before that. So, And they start over at quarterback. Chase Price comes over from Duke. Uh, they got a new offensive coordinator in charge there. So uh, some good reasons to uh, possibly look at East Carolina in this game. Steve, in terms of your stability rankings, and I know you do this every year, returning starters, you know, are, at least seem to be a part of the equation, but this is now the year of the super senior where everybody gets that extra scholarship year due to COVID-19. So how much did you have to adjust or tinker with that system with all these uh, returning production? It seems like everybody has everybody back with the exception of a few teams. Well, I tell you what, I, I break it up into several uh, different uh, score rankings for that. So, I mean, a 20 to 22 returning starters gets you five points on my score. So it's a, it's a gradually stepping down score uh, chart there. So uh, there are teams with less than 10 starters back. And in a year like this, where most of the teams do have a lot of experience, that could be a, a, an even greater point than usual. Yeah, we were talking about one of those teams yesterday, Matt Humans uh -huh. and I, Ben. That would be the Northwestern Wildcats. <laughs> yeah. do not, they covered bare in terms of returning starters, but is this yeah. where Pat Fitzgerald has teams right where they want them when the expectations are low? But I think at least going to be a step back for the, the Wildcats. Look, num number of Power 5 teams that are going to fit them. Well, by the way, that East Carolina-Appalachian State line down to 10 at uh, most of the books. So that, that number continues to fall. Steve, one other one I'll, I'll throw at you before we I'll swing it to a couple other topics here. Looking at a, a team like Texas, who also, they're another one of those Power five teams not uh, not in the same mold of, uh, of you know Pat Fitzgerald with being such a good coach and having the covered bear but mm -hmm. you have Tom Herman out you bring in Steve Sarkeesian and a ton of new faces in, uh, in new places down in Austin there Steve and facing uh, am I right on this pretty experienced Louisiana Lafayette team I guess they go by sorry they go by Lafayette now my bad uh, but that's a that's a pretty interesting one and that also fits the mold of I mean normally you see these large spreads for large power five teams up against a, a smaller conference team like a Lafayette uh, what did you do with this one Steve yeah, I tell you what, this is a dangerous game uh, to start for uh, Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. Uh, 
obviously there's going to be a lot of expectations uh, on that Texas offense. They they come off a year where they scored a lot, but they're starting over at quarterback. Sam Ellinger was a rock for that offense over the years here. Uh, so we'll we'll see how they can adjust to this. Lafayette coming off a 10 and one season. Sunbelt seems to be getting better and better every year. Uh, I you can't really discount the fact that ten and one team out of the Sun Belt anymore. It just you, you just can't do it. Uh, very dangerous game for Texas here. Steve uh, got about a minute here. The playoffs are now about to start in the uh, in the NASCAR series here, and we're down to the sixteen and uh, back to the Southern Five Hundred Labor Day weekend in Darlington. Usually a tradition here in NASCAR. So uh, who stood out in your model this week? Kevin Harvick comes in as the defending champion, still looking for that first win though in twenty twenty one. Yeah, Kevin Harvick is uh, struggling, to say the least. Uh, he's he's in the playoff picture, so he has a, is a contender, and this is a good track for him, so I wouldn't rule him out. But you got to look at Martin Truex here. you got to look at uh, Kyle Larson and Ryan Blaney, I think, is the, uh, the top dogs here. Uh, Blaney will be on the poll uh, announced this morning. Yeah, Blaney, the winner uh, at the Daytona race, that wild finish, uh, of mm-hmm. course, at Daytona. I guess NASCAR kind of knew what they were doing. They want to put that Daytona as that last race to get in the playoffs where you have a lot of different guys with chances, but when you get on a plate track, then, of course, there's a lot of wrecked equipment. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're probably going to see that. Uh, Steve Mackinac, who now who now uh, becomes a blue orb on our screen, but uh, Steve, always great thank to, you, Steve. Uh, to catch up with you. Yes, <laughs> points, thank you, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes. Uh, point Spread Weekly contributor and uh, a he and Wes Reynolds both contributing big time to our NFL Pro Football Betting Guide, which is now out now, available for purchase only $19.99. Also, he's got some good stuff on terms of September betting for baseball because yeah. now September 1st, it gets interesting because a lot of the betters for baseball now have football to bet. They so migrate. a lot of them yeah. disappear from the market. So you've got a lot of the sharp guys that have been betting it all year that are going to stick with this market. You, you and I, we're not migrators, Wes. We no. stick it out. We stick it out the no, whole way. No, we go everywhere. No stone unturned. Including, uh, speaking of if season-ending tournaments, We've got the Tour Championship to talk about next in the PGA. We'll talk about that, update you on the U.S. Open tennis as well. We cover every sport here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on Spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. With 
BetMGM, anyone can capture that Grand Slam championship feeling. Even Wes Reynolds step on the court with the King of Sportsbooks for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the big tournament in Queens, New York. If any player serves an ace, you'll win $100 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Sign up now and get access to BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds, specials, daily deals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN100 to win $100 in free bets. If any player serves an ace in New York, new customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. As we're back on the Lombardi line with Wes Reynolds, I'm Ben Wilson. Speaking of the tennis, Wes, that's what's going on. Not only are we mm-hmm. into September, meaning football season, but it is a great time to be a sports better. You got tennis on every morning, starting at uh, nice and early. And late at night, I did watch and that three-setter night. with uh, Bianca Andrescu, yes. the sixth seed out of Canada, former U.S. Open finalist and champion. Uh, got taken the three sets late night, but ended up prevailing, so she did advance on to round two. It's, it's great. To, yeah, you get the, the late night ma- ending at about 1 a.m. on the uh, on the East Coast. We, uh, we have a number of matches in progress today and a number of cancellations as well to talk to you about around the MLB card, especially on the eastern seaboard west with the remnants of Hurricane Ida dumping a lot of rain on the eastern seaboard. We were delayed this morning getting underway with the U.S. Open tennis with some of the outer courts as a result of uh, some rainfall early, but they actually are now underway, Wes. I'm seeing on all of, of the outer courts, not mm-hmm. just the, the two main uh, Armstrong stadium. Yeah. Yep. So a couple finals of Garbini Muguruza, the number nine seed, takes out Andrea Pekovic, the German 4-2 and two is a large, about a $4 favorite at BetMGM. Ons Jabour, a really fun player, if you haven't watched her from Tunisia, the 20th seed, takes out the Spaniard, Osorio Serrano, 0-1, uh, just taking her into the woodshed, minus 450 favorite. Probably the biggest story, though, early West, Naomi Osaka's opponent withdraws, so Olga Danilovic mm-hmm. is uh, it basically, uh, it's a walk walkover, and so Osaka, who was already a massive favorite in that match, but yeah. uh, for, for a player like her, who's had such a, a rocky summer and is trying to find her, her footing, obviously more mentally than physically, and she's been very open about that, certainly helps to, uh, to get a couple days here of a breather after her first round win. And she'll get an unseated player here in the third round. So round of 16 if she makes it through there. Angelique Kerber perhaps awaits or the winner of tonight's match between Coco Goff and Sloane Stevens, two Americans. I did take a shot with Sloane Stevens at, right. at $2 tonight. That is one of the primetime matches we will see. Kind of an awkward match for Coco Goff because Sloane Stevens is a longtime mentor and friend. And Goff actually, uh, Sloane the 2017 champion by the way here at the U.S. Open. Goff, uh, the champion, actually def- uh, attended Goff's 10th birthday party, and she mentioned that kind of in the media availability yesterday, but uh, Sloane Stevens unseated, not much expected, but she beat Madison Keys. Uh, Sloane Stevens mm-hmm. a natural counterpuncher, I think, in terms of how she plays tennis. Madison Keys a little aggressive and turned that aggressiveness against her and uh, beat her at Ash Stadium on Monday in the first round, so I thought Sloane Stevens at $2 or more was worth it. And uh, yeah, we saw Coco Goff struggle, had to labor through a three-set win in round one. It did make me a little bit sad as a fan of U.S. tennis seeing Keys Stevens, our championship match. I what, know four they years sure ago. they don't rig that draw. They don't rig those ping pong balls there in Flushing Meadows, the USDA. Yeah. It's like, Come hey, on. we don't need the Americans taking <laughs> each other out. We get to yeah. a lot of these grand slams, and it's like, okay, where's the American left in the draw? And they're all eliminated. Yeah, r- r- really rough year for for Madison Keys, who has struggled mm-hmm. uh, since the grass court season. So yeah, so I like that West throwing out a, a dog pick. I might have a play to get to give out a little bit later on the tennis, but for now, well, what's your appetite uh, on the tennis? But we have the tour championship as well as we we go to the golf which gets underway tomorrow morning as uh, they go to East Lake in Atlanta and so, so interesting Wes for especially a year like this we've seen golf betting you could make a case Wes that it's seen that the largest increase in handle and increase just in, in new bettors mm-hmm. where it's been a really fun sport to bet on especially with how many books bet MGM included in this a lot of other books too offering different ways to bet outside of just the futures markets so having said all that you come to the tour championship which is really should be considered almost like a separate entity yeah. when it comes to golf betting. I mean, that and the Ryder Cup, we're about to get into our next couple of events where you have Patrick Cantley who comes in and all, with all these guys having different tiered shots advantages because of how the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup playoffs works. We've seen how the point standings have worked out, but now it's basically where you were on the standings. That that basically determines where you start on the leaderboard. So Cantley will start with a couple stroke advantage on on everybody else and it, it kind of works down in, in tiers here. So what's your advice for, for a new better to golf who's gotten into it this year 
now finds himself coming to the Tour Championship, yeah. and they're looking at this leaderboard like, hold on, what, what, am, what am I supposed to do here? Yeah, it was kind of funny yesterday, Matt Humans and I kind of concurring in terms of probably from a betters perspective, this is one of, if not the worst event of the year. But tune in the long shots, everybody, right, right here shots. on Beeson. Absolutely Good worth plug. your while. But, <laughs> yeah, I know we were kind of burying the show. But it is kind of a tough event to a bet, bet because there are really two separate markets. Most books only have one market. And that one market is, as you mentioned, the bonus strokes are applied. The staggered scoring is applied. So when you mention about Patrick Cantlay being the favorite, that is because he is the FedEx Cup points leader. So Patrick Cantlay will start out at 10 under par. And then Tony Finau in the second spot will start out at 8 under par. Bryson DeChambeau at 7 under par. John Rahm at 6 under. Cameron Smith 5 under. And it goes on and on. Uh, players 6 through 10 at 4 under par. 11 through 15 are at 3 under par. 16 through 20 are at 2 under par. 21 through 25 at 1 under par. And then the bottom 5 in that top 30 start at even par. So that is to win the Tour Championship because what they wanted to do, because FedEx pays a lot for this sponsorship entitlement all throughout the year on the PGA Tour, they want the winner of the Tour Championship to win the whole ball of wax and all mm -hmm. the $15 million bonus uh, that goes to the winner. So they want the Tour Champion and the FedEx Cup Champion to be one and the same. They did accomplish that goal last year with Dustin Johnson, who was started like Patrick Cantlay at 10 under par and then shot 11 under on his scorecard for four days so he was 21 under par despite the fact that he was not the low man for 72 holes that was uh, Xander Schauffele at 15 under par 265 he was the low 72 holes so you essentially if you go a couple different places I know BetMGM offers it a couple others offer it as well you have two separate markets you have odds to win bonus strokes applied and that includes that staggered scoring that I just mentioned and then you also have the option to say okay I don't want to deal with the bonus strokes so I'm going to deal without it and look at the low 72 hole market and, and who is going to shoot the lowest score. So that is a way to kind of attack it. And that's a little bit more of what I did last week. I did play one to win the tour championship. And that yeah. was John Rahm at four to one who starts at six under par. I think he's the clear number one player in the world. He's been playing very well. He should have won a couple weeks ago at the Northern trust did not get it done with two bogeys in the last four holes, but third and ninth in the first two playoff events game is rounded back in form very quickly after he missed a, a few weeks due to COVID-19 and other positive tests. So John Rahm back, I thought, you know, made sense. And I don't usually mm -hmm. take golf futures at, at that low, but that was just to win the tour championship. And then I dabbled more in the 72 hole market. Rory McIlroy, I, I got it 11 to one. I did not quite get to him. Now he's 25 to one. If you think that he is going to win the tour championship, but keep in mind with Rory McIlroy, where he starts, he starts at two under par. Yeah. So he has to make up eight strokes to tie the leader and that's why you see him at 25 to 1 instead of that 11 to 1 for the low 72 holes but I think he's kind of turning the corner he's fourth last week in Baltimore two-time winner here in Atlanta at East Lake Golf Club this Donald Ross design that has hosted this event basically since 2004 so Rory McIlroy at 11 to 1 Scotty Scheffler 25 to 1 in the 72 hole market fifth on approach last week at the BMW actually was the runner up here on debut first time ever playing this course to Xander Schauffele in that 72 hole market also a guy trying to get in that mix for the Ryder Cup picks because we have six spots already spoken for on Team USA and then the other six are Steve Stricker's captain's picks which he will make next Monday. Patrick Harrington of course will do the same for Team Europe. Uh, nine guys get in on the points. He only has three captain's picks and then Sergio Garcia speaking of Ryder Cup a guy that I think is probably going to play his way onto that European team more than likely as a captain's pick. Probably can't make up all those points unless he goes well this week. 40-1 to one in the 70 two-hole market. He was T6 last week at the BMW. First top 10 since April. Shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that Sergio Garcia is rallying right. to make that Ryder Cup team. He is always very motivated on the Ryder Cup and really one of the great modern-day European Ryder Cup players that they've had. Would, it have, would you have expected, Wes, Patrick Cantley to be a captain's pick had he not won last week? Yes. Or he would have been, you still think he would have been? Okay. Yeah, and I think uh, Patrick Cantley's probably, when you look at the pairings of what the mm -hmm. captain Stricker and all the captains are going to do in terms of teams with the Americans, because that's been speculated a lot, because, yeah. okay, who's going to be Bryson DeChambeau's partner? Who's going to be Patrick Reed's partner? These aren't the most well-liked guys on the PGA Tour, but Patrick Cantley and Xander Schauffele probably going to be sent out together. Xander Schauffele probably likely going to be a captain's pick. The Olympic gold medalist, of course, several weeks ago in 
in Tokyo. So two Southern California guys. You would expect Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, longtime friends. They right. might be a pair in terms of not only the all alternate shot, which are foursomes, also the four ball, which is the best ball format of the uh, partnership. So they'll be paired together. Now, who goes with Colin Marikawa, the best ball striker in the world? So you want somebody really good off the tee. So maybe it's him and Bryson DeChambeau that get paired together. And then who does Dustin Johnson get paired with? Who does Brooks Koepka get paired with? Uh, so a lot of intriguing storylines that uh, last weekend here for the Tour Championship stateside, and then they have the Italian mm-hmm. Open over in Europe. So Steve Stricker, Patty Harrington, going to make those picks next week. Yeah, I just bring that up. Cantley goes from 11th to 6th. Mm-hmm. And last week was the final week, as you mentioned now, the, the captain's picks coming next yeah, Monday. They, so he yeah, gets so he clinched, yep, he clinched yeah. that spot. And by the way, Patrick Cantley, the only player on the BGA Tour who has won three separate events this year. One, of course, the Zozo at Sherwood mm-hmm. last fall in that wraparound season. Also won the Memorial. Of course, we remember John Rahm was a six-shot leader of that event after 54 holes yeah. and then got told as he left the 18th green on Saturday that he had tested positive for COVID-19, so he had to drop out. Patrick Cantlay was the beneficiary of that, winning a playoff over Maragawa, and then Cantlay with the win last week in Maryland at the BMW. It's just interesting. On, on the three-way betting markets, at least at most most uh, books, West minus 175 in the U.S. to win, Europe plus 180, the draw 12 to 1. Like, just as we thought the whole Bryson Brooks right. thing was done, they said, all right, we're going right. to end the feud for the Ryder Cup. We saw what happened Sunday. I don't know, man. It, it makes me still hesitant, even though this U.S. team, just ba- based on the roster, is going to be better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something yeah, tells me, I'm, something I'm tells me that's going to be an issue. I do think that this is a transition time for the European team because I don't think they have a lot of young players yeah. to replace all these veteran mainstays that have been so successful for them. Yeah, can't wait for that. In a few weeks' time, the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. We've got the Tour Championship starting, though, tomorrow in Atlanta. Should be a lot of fun. As on the other side, we get into Hour 2 of the Lombardi line. We'll tell you about which of those MLB games are postponed. Get you set for our early start on the car. That is up next here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.